Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Breaking news, no discipline for Kevin Shoveldayoff as per TSN. It's important to figure out and get this right. You know, why rush it now? Let's make sure we get it right. The easy thing to do is just to light the house on fire and anybody in the organization is done. Coach is ultimately responsible for the players in that locker room. He ultimately feels (laughs) some responsibility, and uh, here we are today. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, it sure is. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new week. Can I ring the bell? Yeah. Just because it's Monday, that's all. There's no breaking news today. Although it's interesting, that, that intro rolling there, talking about the uh, Blackhawks thing and the Quenville and the Chevy. Man, does that seem like old news now? Well, it does, hey? yeah. Like, so Friday. I know. Well, it's a brand new week. We've got a, hey, happy International Goalie Day, by the way. Let's get that out of the that? way first. How about that? Yeah. Let's get that out of the way first. Finally, a movement I can get behind. It's National Goalie International uh, Goalie Day. Give your local goalie a hug. Buy him or her something and celebrate them. And for those in the goalie union, enjoy your day, okay? The question before we go any further, the poll question I'm going to get to, it has nothing to do with goalies, but what I do want to ask the viewers here today is, who is your favorite goalie? Okay, and the first one that came to mind for me is my dad. Yeah. And the last one that came to mind for me is my dad. Something of a senior hockey goalie for hire back in the day. Um, beyond that, I'd have to dig a little further. Fierzy came to mind. Coco. Yeah. Uh, John Van Beesbrook. I had, a, I had a carousel of favorite goalies as a kid. How about you? Does one come to mind? Felix Podvan was mine, obviously being a Leaf fan as a kid. I loved Curtis Joseph. Um, he was awesome. Just the way he you know, moved around the net was great. For some reason, I had a soft spot for Ron Tugnet. Tugger! I had a soft spot Come back. For... Nordique's great. And then he went on with the Ottawa Senators. Right. Um, I remember that. 
Um, Who's your favorite goalie, everybody? Yeah, That's what question. we want to know. Ryan McCarthy checking in from Saratoga, New York, says support your local goaltender. I agree. Buy him or her something and give them a hug. It's International Goalie Day. And in honor of that, Mike McKenna is going to be with us later on in hour two. Uh, former NHLer. He's all excited about it. And uh, Brian Munns is going to be with us, the voice of the Winnipeg Ice and the longtime Winnipeg Jets broadcaster, going to be with us. Shelby Gray checking in from the geographical center of the universe, Milestone, Saskatchewan. Shelby Gray says, the flower. I can, I can get down, obviously, with Marc-Andre Fleury. Jasmine Desjardins writes in and says, Patrick Wah and the flower. That's good, too. Sean McCormick's watching. You see that, Moose? Mm-hmm. From, it just slipped off the screen here, but from World Headquarters, from Game Plus World Headquarters, Sean McCormick, I think he's the VP of programming down there. He says, happy Monday, RP team. My favorite goalie growing up was Felix Potvin. My condolences to dupes. For the Derrick Henry news, fantastic mustache, though. You're not getting rid of the muzzy, eh? For a while? Yeah, for a while. <laughs> really keep it. Actually, ah. Uh, we're all out of order here in what we normally do, but that's fine. Let's get to the, not quick six, let's get to the Monday morning photo album because we got some stories here. Are we ready to go on that, Clark? I'm sure we are. Presented by Great Western Brewing Company. Oh, you didn't get, Clark just said you didn't get any photos. Well, okay. I submitted them. So let's get that taken care of because there, there was a lot of hockey photos that I had from the weekend. Uh, I sent them to that to the place. So, do you want to tell them about the linesman that came up to you at the hockey game the other night? Yeah, I'll send them to you right now while Moose is telling the story. How's that? Yeah, and then I'll send uh, some in there too. Okay. If, you, if you didn't grab them from our social, um, there's some good shots from the uh, from the Pats game um, and from uh, from the weekend on our social media. But um, yeah, so uh, we took Olivia, our intern. Um, she was making her television debut on the weekend. It was awesome. She was on television, regional television, working with you. I took the game off, but I was working with her, coaching her up. So we had her there. And in the second period, we went into the suicide box, which is the little box where cameramen and some broadcasters in bigger levels between the benches. It's awesome. Right at ice level. And during one of the breaks in the game, the linesman, Sean Dufour, comes over, and he's smiling as he skates over to us, and he's like... Man, he's like, I'm always watching. He's like, that costume on, on Friday was the best. He's like, really great job. I had my mask on. Like, he didn't, I'm surprised he recognized me. But yeah. uh, he just loved the costume. Linesman so, yeah. Sean Dufour. Doof. Yeah. So, anyways, incoming, Clark. Incoming. Into the What's Up app. Some of the photos from the weekend, and we'll get around to those a little later. Now, can we hit the show horn, the quick six show horn, please? We'll start with the National Football League. And the Dallas Cowboys, who, if you were noticed, were tied 10-10 at halftime, came out and beat the Minnesota Vikings last night, Darren, 20-16 in the final minute. Cowboys go to 7-1. And, and uh, it's funny with Dakota Prescott, remember we watched the hard knocks, the start of the, going into the regular season, that yep. we followed the Cowboys around in training camp. Remember when Dak was all upset and didn't want to give any of the backups reps? Remember that? Yes. He wanted all the reps. How would that have worked out if one... Cooper Rush was unable to get any reps in training camp. Dak, if you could stay healthy, that would not be a problem. But you can't stay healthy. And uh, he dangled us, the Cowboys Nation, all the way up to kickoff basically yesterday before he said, I can't go with the right calf strain. And 
Cooper Rush comes in, and uh, Mike McCarthy just gave him the keys to the Ferrari. He's like, here you go, son. Don't crash it. And it worked to the tune of 20 to 16 because the playmakers made plays for the Dallas Cowboys, and they are right now the best team in the entire NFC. Get out of here with the NFC East. That don't matter. They're going to have home field, I think, throughout the NFC, uh, throughout the playoffs, probably until the conference championship. So I'm starting to agree with Michael Irvin, the playmaker. Get your Super Bowl tickets, and we will see you at SoFi against the winner of the AFC. And uh, your Tennessee Titans, speaking of, won again. They did. How many times they've been in overtime? Oh, it's three times Almost now. every game. That's three it. times now. You know, um, five and two, the only loss, I mean, to the Cardinals in week one, who were undefeated until Thursday night, and to the New York Jets, who just only want to beat power teams in the National Football League, the Jets. So, uh, no, the Titans are playing really, really well. They're rolling. But I rolled out of bed to that horrible Derrick Henry news. uh, You're done for the year. The potentially, they're doing the MRI, and I haven't seen if the results have come out yet, but they're fearing that he's done for the year. And the trade deadline's tomorrow, so they're going to have to make a move. But this is tough because he's on, he was on pace to break the single-season rushing record. Um, he really is the identity of that offense. Julio Jones was hurt, didn't play again, the hamstring injury. So good news, the Titans are a Super Bowl contender. But they may have lost their uh, most dangerous weapon. Yeah, you seem pretty down. Yeah. <sighs> Sucks to be you. Uh, so uh, the other poll question, the, the poll question we were talking about was, will the Detroit Lions win a game? But we'll save that for later on because it's an NHL poll question, which I'll get to in a moment. Moving on to point two. Here's what happens Sunday in the National Hockey League. Defenseman Brett Pesci scored a power play goal with 2.27 left in regulation to keep the Carolina Hurricanes perfect this season with a 2-1 victory over the winless Arizona Coyotes. Quick, what's the Hurricanes record? 8-0. Unbelievable, huh? Unbelievable. Nobody knows. The, the, the quietest, I know. quietest 8-0 in NHL history, the Carolina Hurricanes. Rod Brindamore. Jacob Voracek scored the lone goal in a shootout, and Eunice Corposalo had 39 saves for Columbus in their 4-3 win over New Jersey. Adam Fox scored the go-ahead goal, and Igor Shesterkin stopped 31 shots in New York's 3-1 win over Seattle. Ebbs scored for the Kraken, and Philip Grubauer had 14 saves. It was a beauty, too. And L.A., Alex Ayafalo scored with 619 to play, and the Los Angeles Kings rallied to beat the Buffalo Sabres 3-2. And in Anaheim, California, Ryan Getzlaff, friend of the show, broke a tie with Tamu Solani for Anaheim's career points record, assisting on Troy Terry's third period goal in Anaheim's 4-2 victory over Montreal. So while every Sunday is Christmas and NFL season, there was some fun uh, NHL games. And a record-breaking day. Way to go, Getz. I hope they stopped the game for him. I'm sure they did. I didn't see any highlights of it because it's Sunday and it belongs to football, but... How sweet is that? That's very cool. I mean, he's earned it. I mean, there's been some really great players in that organization that in the history of the league is fairly young. But Paul Correa, Tamu Solani, and now Ryan Getzloff is the leader of all of them. That's pretty cool. Stands atop the mountain. And records are made to be broken, but I think Getz will have that one for a long time. We're asking who's your favorite goalie on International Goalie Day today. And we've got some good ones. Come, Ken Dryden says Marcel Leclerc. Ken Dryden's the first goalie I ever loved. 
but he's not the one that I love the most. What, we're going to get a good idea of how old you are, <laughs> what your family's like, the, the teams you followed by who your favorite goaltender is. Ken Dryden was the first, but my dad forbade me from cheering for the Montreal Canadiens. He's like, pick another team. I remember. Yeah. Ah, Clark tells me, before we get to the poll question, he's got the photos ready for the, for the weekend. Thanks, all of you, for submitting yours. Not, but you got mine. I sent mine in. Oh, did you? Yeah, just now, too. Oh, yeah, before, I mean. Okay, what do we got, Clark, for the Great Western Weekend Photo Album? This was me and Al Dumba. This was the Pats radio broadcast crew for uh, 15 seasons until uh, I was unceremoniously tossed overboard. That's uh, a good photo. So we called it Dumb and Dumba. <laughs> me, me and Al Dumba. That was prior to the game Saturday night between the – like my Sears Pats tie, that $20 red, white, and blue tie. Was it? It looked, didn't look cheap. It's from – it is. No, it wasn't cheap. It's inexpensive. There's a difference. Okay. What else you got? That is Olivia, the pride of Kenosi Lake Sass, made her broadcast debut. I saw her after the game. She was literally floating on air on the concourse on her way out of the building. She really crushed it the other night. Wouldn't you say? Oh, amazing job. For her first broadcast, really great job. Yeah, and she got to interview Connor Bedard, too. As a matter of fact, there it is. Oh, that's uh, Cole Oh, that's Dubinsky. Yeah. So <laughs> they made her wear a mask, of course. Very socially conscious around here. So, yeah, that's Olivia. Andrew Benson steps into the hot seat, our other intern, on Wednesday when the Pats play the Moose Jaw Warriors. Speaking of... My good friend, Kevin Gallant, my mentor back in the day. This is his son, Matthew, wears number 39 for the Warriors. I went over to the jaw on Friday, had a big time, chatted with Matthew after the game about his game and his rookie season. He's from uh, Langley, B.C., and I had a good fun there. Who's that, Moose? Okay, so that is Jess. I coached her in little hockey two years ago, okay? Yeah. She was sitting... In the, in the stands with Katie Fleury. I had no idea that they were connected, that they were family How friends. That? How about that? As we were leaving the suicide box, I saw her, and I missed her so much, so I went and sat for a little bit of the second period. We got the photo together. It was cool. Good job. It was really great. Anything else? Is that it? And then uh, that was my Sunday. Pretty scary. It was pretty good. Had the uh, treats out, and uh, Titans won, so life's pretty good. Is it? Never. Okay. That's all we got. Is that got it? Okay, so the, the weekend photo albums for Great Western, an original 16 to fit your active lifestyle, a superior taste with only 80 calories and 2.5% alcohol, taste without compromise, purchase at a store near you. This, by the way, is the warm-up presented by E. Cole Electric. Come see our sales staff and in-house specialists for all your electrical needs, and we're so happy to have uh, E. Cole Electric on board with us. Again, we continue to ask the viewers today, who's your favorite goalie? Every answer will be accepted. There are no wrong answers. Trish Hege writes in and says, Kelly Rudy. You got to love you some number 32, mm -hmm. Kelly Rudy. Who doesn't love Kelly Rudy? Um, Ryan watching on YouTube, Ryan H says, my favorite goalies are Cujo. And he says, Satan. Was there a goalie named Satan? I, well, I remember Miroslav Satan. He wasn't a goalie. He wasn't a goalie, though. No. Um, Spicy. Cujo. Gotcha. The CFL people are writing in. We'll get to that next segment, okay? So hold on to your bingo cards. Earl James, watching on YouTube, says, Pokey Reddick. 
and Nikolai Habibulin. That Habibulin really looks like a Russian. I just always remember the story of Habibulin. They'd always say he'd have a cup of coffee and a cigarette between every period. That was yeah. the old story. Or on... was that Vasilevsky? Either way. <laughs> uh, from Nathan Mishishnik watching on YouTube says, Buck Jeremy Friesen, former Drake Canucks goalie in the Long Lake Hockey League. Hey, senior hockey goalies will be accepted. I started it all off with my dad, right? Oh, yeah. Gino DePaoli watching the voice of the Oilers writes in and says, Roa, Kiprasov, Hextall, and Eddie the Eagle. So we're getting them all covered today. Derek Cousins writes in on Twitter and says, guys, I don't have one favorite goalie. I appreciate them all. Hashtag National Goalie Day. It's about time that we were recognized appropriately. Is this the first one? Ever. Yes. <laughs> we started a movement today. Actually, a photographer out in Vancouver started this today. You remember last week I said it. Yeah. I, was, I was November the 1st. We have to recognize this. Tom Geiger watching. He says, I always like Mike Palmatier. But as a Flyer fan, it's Bernie Perrant and Pelly Lindbergh for my favorites. I'll tell you some uh, Pelly Lindbergh stories a little later, or Bernie Perrant stories a little later on. And uh, from Roe Williams and on YouTube says, Mike Vernon has my vote for favorite goalie. I really love Mike Vernon for a long time. Going back to his Calgary Wrangler days. Forget about the Flames. Wow. So two more and then three more. And then we break. <laughs> four more. How about Katie, that? Katie Flurry says, I got one. Flurry. Yeah, we had, vote, we had votes for the flower earlier. From Tim Shirley, watching on Facebook, says, Cesar Maniego. His name sounded so cool as a youngster. You wouldn't remember him, Darren, but I had his, I had his hockey card. Yeah, He's no. a backup. I think in Minnesota. I'm going to have to go to the big board here and see where he played. Chris Jarles says, Billy Smith. Okay. He was the, he, you don't remember him. He was the Islanders goalie. I do, that yeah. If he went through the crease, he would chop your leg off. First Long goal. before Hextall was even a thing. First goalie to score a goal. That too. And uh, Gary Fleming says, uh, Chico Resch used to shoot balls at him in front of his garage in our younger days. And from Cousin Christine in Medicine Hat, she says, I really like Price. Of course. The great Carey Price. Where is my Carey Price doll? International goalie day. We've got to have the goalie on yeah, there. exactly. What was I thinking? We'll be right back. And we'll talk some football next, Canadian Variety. It's a Monday. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. What are you surfing, Moose? You're on camera. Twitter. Yes, Ted. You were just on the whole time. I'm good. Before we jump into the CFL talk, a couple things. Clark, check the uh, the inbox. Incoming, please. 
there, I had a request from my cousin Christina Medicine Hat, and you'll see why in a second. If we can, let me know when you have that loaded up. Okay, one sec. The poll question that we did not get to yet: Who's the best NHL team in Canada? You can vote on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Your options are the six and one Edmonton Oilers, the six one and one Calgary Flames, the four two and two Winnipeg Jets, or other. If you want to be wrong. And the orders are leading on both Twitter and Facebook. They're the best team in Canada, the Edmonton Orders. You've got 22 hours to vote on that. And uh, because it is International Goalie Day, and we are honoring goalies, it's been far too long since, we, uh, since this movement came afoot. I posted this photo to my social media today, and this is my dad, if you don't mind. the one that I said he's my favorite goalie of all time, and he is, 26 years in the National Hockey League, and that was taken in Milestone, Saskatchewan. I think I was sixth there, Moose. That's cool. So that was a good one, yeah. So I was waiting for today's International Goalie Day to post that. That's now, awesome. I, was, I still remember the day. Wow. Breaking news. I had a notification from TSN that the Edmonton Elk have signed quarterback Nick Fatty Arbuckle to a one-year extension through... 2022, the 28-year-old was acquired in an October 26 trade with the Toronto Argonauts. And because we like to have fun around here, I'm like, the notification from TSN just won't do. We need some more information on this. So I went immediately to the big board, called up EdmontonElks.com. Do you know what I got, Moose? Welcome to the official website for the Edmonton Elks Lodge number 11, celebrating more than 100 years of service to our community. Click on the Elks and Royal Purple Fund for Children. Meetings are held the first and third Wednesday of each month at 7.30 p.m. How about that? And you can click a link here for information on the Edmonton Elks meetings first and third Wednesday of each month. I'm like, oh, don't. This ain't the football team. I was going to say. So I wrote in Elks.com. And what came up was the Benevolent and Protective Order of Elks of the United States of America. Elks Lodges bring so much more to their communities than just a building, golf course, or pool. They are places where neighbors come together, families share meals, and children grow up. Oh, good one, Rod. (laughs) So, I googled Edmonton Elks website, and I hadn't been on it in a long time. And what came up was GoElks.com. That's the website bookmark it. GoElks.com. And here's the announcement. Nick Arbuckle signed a one-year contract extension with the Edmonton Elks. He was on a one-year deal after signing with the Argonauts prior to the 2021 CFL season. Edmonton acquired the former Georgia State quarterback in a trade with the Argos on October 26th. Goes on to list his career stats here. Uh, So... There were some comments in here. People were asking for our take on week 13 in the CFL. Beginning with those Edmonton Elks, uh, they lost at home 39-23. And I listened to that one driving home from the friendly city. So I'll take on that in a minute. Earlier on that night, Calgary went into Ottawa and won 26-13. And then it was Hamilton over Edmonton, 39-23, as I mentioned. And it, was, it sounded like a lackluster atmosphere at Commonwealth Stadium in Edmonton. I, more than anything, if you really want to get down into it, 
This what was, was going around on the weekend was Terry Jones column in the Edmonton Sun about what should happen with the Edmonton Elks. They got one more home game left. It's this weekend It's against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And should they lose it, they would have lost every home game all year, which has never happened in the history of Edmonton professional football. So Terry Jones, the Hall of Fame writer, Jones at large, I'm not going to put you on the spot by asking if you read it or not, but all the football people were sharing it on Facebook on the weekend, so I had to read it. He was like, dump gas on this thing and light a match. Fire everybody. And he did not take any prisoners. He's like, the president, Chris Presson, the GM, Brock Sunderland, the head coach, Jamie Gonzo Elizondo. Get rid of everybody. This is embarrassing. And you have to understand how seriously they take football in Edmonton, man. Like, oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. They talk about the Eskimo way. There are 14 great cups they've won. There's a lot of pride in that organization, or at least there has been. And I guess I was just reading it going, not really my team, never really has my team. It's brutal. And by the way, you got 14 great cups. We got four, so... Quit your bitching. But when you are winless at home and what's going on there, it's, it's bad. So I could talk about the Simone Lawrence hit on the quarterback or whatever. I'd, let's just talk about how bad the Edmonton Elks are. And the BC Lions aren't much better. They went into Toronto, should have won and lost. Let's just talk about Edmonton for a minute. Can, can you fire everybody? Has that ever happened? Sure. Where? I can't think of any. You know, fire. Okay. From the president, the GM. Everybody, yeah, probably not. But, I mean, we've seen the house cleaned in terms of GM and coaching staff. Have we gone further than that? I'm not sure. But you're right. It is an issue. Like, I'm watching the game with my dad on the weekend who came to the city. Did he get manscaped, by the way? (laughs) Did he shave his peaches on the weekend? (laughs) Didn't come up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> didn't come up Good. in the conversation. Anyways, yes. Um, I could have gotten mine out from under the bathroom sink and shared it with you. That would have been weird. Um, but he noticed. He's like, is there anybody at the game? And he doesn't usually comment on anything that's not the referees. Okay? But he noticed that. And we were looking around. And it, 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 it's disappointing. It's sad. Because that's usually a really great place to go watch a football game. They've been doing things you know, before the pandemic in terms of the halftime concerts and trying to bring the energy up and trying to get all the people into that building because it's a huge stadium. And when it's empty, it looks really bad because it's so big. Um, You know what? It's it's tough. When you have high expectations, you can do things like this. So if they're not meeting expectations, people are going to be upset. People are going to lose their jobs. Now, I would caution, just like with the whole... uh, it's thing going on in the NHL when I said you can't just light the whole house on fire. you got to figure out at least put the work in and figure out where the good people are. If you think Jamie Elizondo is going to be a good piece, you did the work to bring him in. If he's not the problem, figure out what the problem is. But uh, you might need to get rid of everything and start from scratch. I just want, can somebody please tell me, somebody, is there a history of everybody getting fired? I can't think of it. I'm sure there has been. In any sport, I literally can't really remember. By the way, Brian Biggie Munn's coming up, the voice of the Winnipeg Jets. In a, and in hour two, Mike McKenna, former NHL goaltender with the Lightning Devils, Blue Jackets, Coyotes, Stars, Sens, Flyers, formerly the Vegas Golden Knights broadcasting crew. 
He'll be with us to talk about International Goalie Day. We're asking who's your favorite goalie, by the way. Serena in Florida says Bill Ranford. Okay, yeah. I could get behind Bill Ranford. There's a lot of... Look it. If you're of that era and love the Edmonton Oilers, Bill Ranford, Grand Fear, probably going to pop up. That's why we saw Mike Vernon pop up. Um, those are good. Uh, by the way, <coughs> breaking news. Major NFL trade alert. The Los Angeles Rams acquire linebacker Vaughn Miller from the Denver Broncos. Whoa. Yeah, so obviously the Broncos are waving the white flag on the season. The Rams are one of, I think, it's three teams that are 7-1. and Hook! How about that D-line? How about that defense, period? Yeah. But I'm not done. Stop that presses! Jeff the Stamps fan writes in and says, is that electrical tape on (laughs) Dupe's thumb? Can can I... You got to tell the story. They noticed. Should I send Clark the photo? They noticed. Yes. Spicy. I'm going to send Clark the photo, and in a couple minutes, I'll tell you the story, okay? No, uh, tell us now. He's going to get it right away. Clark's going to get this photo. Clark, you got to pull this up. Zoom in a little bit if you can. You tell the story. All right, so I was, I was uh, preparing dinner last night, and I was uh, rough chopping a little bit of uh, leftover bacon from brunch to add to my supper. Right. And my thumb got in the way. Don't often do this. Must have a really sharp knife. But uh, <laughs> I was rough chopping, and I was being kind. I thought I was being careful. There you go. Ew. Tip of my thumb, tip of my nail, gone, right into the bacon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was able to pick it out though. We saved the bacon, and uh, literally we've got saved the bacon. The tip of my thumb and the tip of my nail are now a souvenir. And this is not electrical tape. It's gorilla tape. It, the Band-Aid wasn't strong enough on the tip of my thumb. It kept popping off. So I've got a little uh, medical uh, gauze on there and a little Gorilla How tape. about that? Yeah. I'm just glad you got your thumb out of the bacon. But I'm not missing a snap. I'm not uh, missing a game. It's just a little tip of my thumb. James in Borden, Manitoba, says, Arteris Urbe was a special goalie. Here on this International Goalie Day, we are asking you, who is your favorite goalie? Arteris Urbe was a San Jose Sharks and Dallas Stars net miner in the 90s. Randolph watching in Ontario says uh, Kelly Rudy. Bonnie Schaefer watching out at Echo Lake. She says Jim, of course. She's referring to my dad, the old guy. Uh, viewer Brett Thompson watching on YouTube says Mike Palmatier. I was Mike Palmatier for like... A week. Okay. Uh, I had a white, well, it's Halloween weekend. The white famous mask from, what was the show? Halloween, right? Jason is the guy. Yeah, not the the Halloween ones was the Mike Myers. Okay. But the goalie white was. Yeah, whoever wore the goalie mask, I had one of those as a kid. And um, I, I, with a blue marker, put the Leafs uh, on it, Palmatier. Yeah. But then I realized he's not that good. I was. uh, no, Mandy says, I don't think Rod watched the Ticats-Elks game. No, I didn't. I was at a hockey game. So I don't have an opinion on the Simone Lawrence hit. I saw the Twitter war that was going on between people saying it's always this guy, it's always the same guy, but nothing changes with them. So I was over watching my uh, good friend's son play, 
in the Western Hockey League. I didn't watch the game, and I didn't see any highlights of it either. The general in Calgary has pointed out that Cole Caulfield has been sent down to the minors. So, yeah, things continue to not really go well for the Montreal Canadiens. They got smoked in L.A., they lost in Anaheim, they got spanked in, uh, in Seattle. Cole Caulfield has been sent down to the minors, which is only Laval. When I say only Laval, I mean it's close. He, yeah. he won't be gone for long. Maybe they're trying to protect him. Protect him from a tough situation in Montreal and, you know, go to Laval where maybe there's more opportunity for success. You know, while the bombs are going off in the big league and things are really bad, let's put you here. Keep your spirits up. Keep everything good. We know Cole Caulfield's going to be the future of the Canadians. They're not giving. There's no doubt. It's not yeah. an issue of him not being ready to be with the big club. Somebody's got to pay the price. Yeah. Um, I look down. And the text line's full. So I'm just going to read these, and then we'll take a real yeah, a real quick break. Ray in the Six, Southern Ontario, says Mike Palmatier and Chico Resch. A lot of votes for Palmatier and a few Tons. for Chico. How about Chico? I tried to get a hold of Chico. I thought I had his number, but I don't. Currently doing color for the New Jersey Devils. Randy Butler writes in, says, The moose with his stash and hairstyle look exactly like the actor Jason Sudeikis, the Miller movie. Had you ever heard that before? First time. Uh, He goes on to say, my favorite goalie is Charlie Hodge. The Habs in the 60s. You don't got to tell me who Charlie Hodge is because (laughs) he played for the Habs. He's so old. And he scouted for Pittsburgh for years. They said the CH and the logo stands for Charlie Hodge. (laughs) (laughs) So old. From the beginning. Uh, Oh, man. Listen, it's, it's, it's too much. Just Tim in Penticton, B.C. is watching on Game Plus television out in beautiful British Columbia. He says, Roger Crozier, a lefty, acrobatic, great to watch as a kid. Roger Crozier. Okay, so we got something going here on uh, the first ever International Goalie Day. Munzee, you think of yours. We're coming back with him from the Winnipeg Ice right after this break. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. It's not just Monday. It's not just the first day of November. It's International Goalie Day. And I just got to throw in a few more goalies here. Uh, Nelson Vo, our content creator, said, how come nobody's mentioned Dominic Hasek yet? Well, they just didn't. So you did. Uh, Jennifer from the Four Seasons says, cannot forget about Patrick Waugh. And Mike Soulier checking in from Edmonton, Alberta. Hey, Souls, trainer of the U of R Cougar men's hockey team who had a big shutout uh, of the Bears on the weekend. Let's go to, I assume he's in Winnipeg now, the voice of the Winnipeg Ice, Brian Munz. I know they were on the road through the weekend and their win streak snapped. Hey, Munz, are you back home yet or are you still out on the road? What's the deal? No, we're back, Rod. We uh, bust back from Lethbridge right after the game on Saturday night. So got in here at about noon yesterday and did a little bit of trick-or-treating last night with Jack. So been a 
good 24 hours since the club got back home. Munzee, who's your favorite goalie of all time? Well, it's easy for me. I've been watching you for the last 40 minutes, and I can't believe nobody's mentioned him yet. Andy Moger. Moger! Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But when I was a kid, it was Rod Hulk. Hulker. Watching the Pats. Hulkamania. Hulkamania. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, okay. Thank you, Munzee, for pointing that out. What about Dwayne Rollison? Isn't he a pretty good buddy of yours? Rolly's good. Yeah, I'll get some grief for not throwing him in. I'll get some grief for not mentioning Eddie Lack, uh, Corey Schneider. My favorite guys right now, though, would be Gage Alexander and Daniel Hauser, right? Yeah, uh, goaltenders of the Winnipeg, absolutely. Eddie Lack, by the way, sends his regards. He couldn't make it today on International Goalie Day, but he will be on the show on Thursday. So thank you, Munzee, for checking in with answering the question. So the Winnipeg guys lost for the first time in Edmonton. And we knew that it was going to be tough for you guys going in there on Friday night. A 3-1 loss. Uh, t- tell me about the game, if you don't mind, and how did it go over with your guys? Well, it came right down to the wire. Uh, unfortunately, they were pushing for the equalizer, and the stick broke, and they were unable to get to the one they were looking for to possibly force overtime. But you know what? Give Brad Lauer's team a lot of credit right now. They've been the team in the WHL here for the last few years, obviously. And, um, you know, we talked to James Patrick in the pregame show about it. And I think a lot of the players knew that the oil Kings and rightfully so were going to be a good test. And if there was a game to get the mark and tie Swift current for 12 consecutive wins, the team of back of 88, 89, that uh, currently holds the Western hockey league record, there was no better team to do it against. So, you know, they come up short, but then they go into Lethbridge the next night, beat the Hurricanes 7 nothing. So I still think right now that Winnipeg is the best team in the league. They've played more games than everybody. I understand that. But when you're plus 49 in goals, four goals against, it's uh, been an enjoyable, fun start to a new season. And uh, they've got targets on their back, though. Everybody's ready for them when they come into their building. So it's been a really neat month for me to get back into the league and uh, see what it's all about again. Well, fun for sure. And listen, I'm getting it a lot. People are going... How come the ice are so good? They lost Peyton Krebs. They, you know, they, yeah. they were good last year, but how come they're better this year? I think you got two of the top five players rated in the draft. You got two of them on your team, Geeky and Savoy. How would you answer that question? Why are the Winnipeg ice so good? Well, they've been able to build. And Matt Cockle and Jake Heisinger, who get these clubs in here for James Patrick and Josh Green to work with right now, you know, it's been uh, it's been a process. Like, there's been... A number of years, like this is the fifth year now for this group with this club, and we've talked about it a lot, especially on that Alberta road trip. I think the Central Division is deeper than what the East is for sure. When you look at what Calgary and Red Deer have, even Lethbridge is a better team than than falling by seven like they did. But, uh, you know, there were a lot of nights when you look back in the record books that the Kootenai Ice or the early days of Winnipeg, they just weren't able to compete with the talent that those other clubs had. But They've been able to grow those players. And you mentioned Savoy and Geeky right now that have scouts so excited about the upcoming draft in Montreal. You look at veteran players like Mikey Milne and uh, Jake and Smallwood and on the back end, Carson Lambos and Nolan Orzek and Connor McLennan. Like they've been able to build this team for a while. And then you've got two of the top five goalies statistically right now in the league. So I think the fun part about it for me is we're not just talking about one or two players every night. You're talking about everybody throughout this entire roster. So 
they've got the depth. This is definitely their time right now to try and take a run at things for a league title, and then you never know else what happens. But uh, I think everybody also remembers right now that they're only one month into a long season here, but uh, can't take anything away from what they've been able to accomplish here so far. Uh, from a viewer, Robin, in the Gateway to the North, says, Munzee, are you looking forward to coming back to PA? Have you got that one circled on the yep. calendar, Munzee? When is it? When I took the job, uh, I'll be honest, that was uh, the first thing I looked at when I get a chance to go in there. PA was here already and uh, had a great conversation, obviously, with Mark Habshot and Jeff, uh, Jeff Truitt. Dwayne Bartley was my uh, roommate, the athletic therapist, so... That uh, will be a special night coming up in December. And, Roddy, you know this. You were the voice of the Raiders uh, when I was in Melfort. It's such a fun building to go into. And, boy, for the first time in my life, I won't be cheering for the Raiders going into that night. So it's going to be weird, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, too. It's a zoo. Hey, we don't have much time left, yeah. but our, our poll question today for Capital Auto Mall, okay. Universal Collision Center, and Capital Ford in Winnipeg is located right across the street from the Polo Park Mall, as you know. Mm-hmm. The options are Oilers, Flames, yeah, Oilers, Flames, Jets, or other. The Oilers are running away. Who's the best NHL team in Canada? Oilers running away with it at 59%. Jets have 16%. Flames, 15%. What's your take on the Jets here through the early going? Well, if I can plead a little bit of ignorance, to be honest with you, I haven't paid a lot of attention because yeah. the season has been so busy focusing on the ice and getting up to speed with uh, with everybody else around the dub that I've watched uh, maybe five periods of Jets hockey. I'm going to go to the Dallas game tomorrow, and then uh, I've got friends, obviously, with both the Blackhawks and the Islanders coming up this weekend that I'll pay much more attention to. But just talking to people around the league and uh, just kind of getting an understanding of where we are, there's uh, a lot of keen interest right now in what Edmonton's been able to do to start the year and obviously this Winnipeg club is built to win this season adding Nate Schmidt and Brendan Dillon to the back end so uh, despite the fact that they don't have the wins that maybe everybody wants to see right now the Jets are going to be there at the end of the season for sure hey quickly Michael wins watching in Winnipeg he says uh, Rod can you ask what's the status of Zach Benson of the ice yeah, obviously he didn't play the last five games. It was an upper body injury for him. The team's got the day off today. So for Michael, I'll say follow our social media channels and you'll have an update tomorrow when the team gets back to practice. Okay, Munzee, can you do me a favor and say hey to Zach Benson for me because he likes every tweet that we send out. He retweets stuff. I don't know what. It is about that kid, but I love him. He's a huge supporter. Can you say that? tell him that I said hi, please, and all our crew? Will do, and you'll be talking a lot about him over the next couple of years leading into next year's draft for sure. Uh, We got our eye on him. All right, thanks, Munzee. Appreciate the time, as always. Stay well. All right, Roddy. Take care. The voice of the Winnipeg Ice, Brian Biggie Munz. When we come back, viewer takeover. We got lots of breaking news has come down in sports today. And on this international Goalie day, we're asking you, who's your favorite goalie all time? And Mike McKenna, former NHL netminder, will be with us an hour or two to talk about that. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. And that's your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. 
Welcome back, everybody. We got a long way to go and a short time to get there. So I'll get to the sports update. Uh, some comments on the text line. We are asking, who's your favorite goalie? A war has erupted in the comment section. I'll just say David Ice from Winnipeg says, most crazy intense goalie was the Islanders' Billy Smith. Jim Noble's watching on Facebook and says, hey, 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 I got missed. Favorite goalie is Johnny Bauer. And there is a statue of Johnny Bauer, by the way, in the lobby of the Arthauser Center in Prince Albert, the home of the Raiders. The general in Calgary says the anti-Calgary bias remains strong on the Rod Peterson show, but it's fine. We'll let our play do our talking. Dude responds, crazy 32 is his name. He says anti-Calgary bias. Rod's been there twice in the last month and modeled a bowl Levi jersey. Let it go. How about that? Can you please let it go? The record will show that I'm trying. If Calgary doesn't want to let it go, that's on Calgary. Here's the breaking news from the football world today. Vaughn Miller is heading west. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports the Denver Broncos are finalizing a deal to send seven-time All-Pro outside linebacker to the L.A. Rams for a pair of 2022 draft picks. Miller, 32 years of age, was the MVP of Super Bowl 50. So the rich get richer on defense for the Los Angeles Rams. Meanwhile, recently acquired quarterback Nick Arbuckle has signed a one-year contract extension with the Edmonton Elks through 2022. Monday's announcement means the Argos will receive Edmonton's second-round pick in the 2022 CFL draft. The Argos dealt Arbuckle to Edmonton last week. The six-foot-one, 213-pound Arbuckle, Georgia State star, completed 96 of 153 passes for five touchdowns and six picks in seven games with the Argos this season. The World Series is heading back to Houston. The Astros staved off elimination in Game 5 Sunday night, overcoming a first-inning grand slam to beat Atlanta 9-5. The Braves lead the best-of-seven series three games to two. Pitcher Max Freed could start Game 6 tomorrow for Atlanta. Houston uh, looking to give the nod to rookie Luis Garcia. And two Canadian teams are in action in the NHL today. The Sens looking to keep the Blackhawks winless in their 10th game this season. Later, the Oilers welcome the Seattle Kraken. Tough test, by the way, for the Raptors as well as they look for their fourth win in a row. The 4-3 and three Raps visit the 4-1 and one Knicks in New York. Kansas City Chiefs looking to turn their NFL season around on Monday night football. The Chiefs are last in the AFC West with a 3-4 record. Giants 2-5. Last minute, last minute of play in the first hour, Clark tells me. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. Book your group or business party now for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. I'm going to read the text line until we run out of time. From the 725 favorite goalie, this is Randy from Strasburg. He says, Olaf Kolzig. And Eddie Stanowski, Steady Eddie. Metal Shingle Guy writes in and says, Jerry Cheevers. Um, he's got a take on the Simone Lawrence hit, too. We'll talk about that next hour. As much as we can. We got too many to mention here. So International Goalie Day will celebrate next hour with Mike McKenna on Game Plus. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.